back to the Anime Summit newscast. We're finally back after two weeks of break. And it is January 8th, 2021. Woo! First newscast of 2021, y'all. Ooh, man. Crazy. Crazy start to the year already. Crazy start to the year already. Um, I don't have... <clears throat> excuse me. I don't have a lot of non-anime news. I feel like a lot of the non-anime news, like stuff like movies and comics and things like that they all kind of like were already happening you know what i mean like so they like they were already announced or already happening kind of um like a bunch of the 2021 stuff we're supposed to get is they, they were already announced so like i thought today what i might do is just do the anime news and then we'll take a break and then um i'm gonna give you my top five nerdy things of 2020 um just things that i've used or that i've enjoyed or whatever. I thought that would be kind of fun. And plus it'd be kind of um, a nice preview into what my solo casts kind of sound like if you uh, want to become a patron and listen to any solo casts I've done. So yeah, I thought it'd be kind of fun so we can do that. But like, yeah, so let's just have fun. Let's get into the anime news and then we'll we'll do it up. We'll do it up. Uh, let me close this. Okay. First and foremost, I want to say very disheartened to learn that Brad Venable passed away. Um, he was 43 years old. He was a voice actor. He was in Toriko. He was in Attack on Titan. He was in um, Shisami and Dragon Ball Super. Um, he was uh, Byro and Byro Crazy and Fairy Tale. He was also in a ton of games. He was Final Fantasy VII Remake, Devil May Cry 5, Fire Emblem Heroes. Demon Souls, um, the remakes of Demon Souls. Um, yeah, he was in a ton of stuff. He he kind of was almost just getting his career, like, like getting like he was getting the big stuff, you know, in the, these past couple of years. And so yeah, he passed away. So yeah, this this newscast is for you, buddy. We love you. Um, rest in rest in paradise. Evangelion 3.33 Films IMAX screening is pushed back by one day after an audio issue. The official website for the Evangelion franchise announced on Friday that Evangelion 3.33, you cannot redo. The updated IMAX version of the Evangelion 3.0 film will open on Saturday, one day behind its schedule because they had an audio issue. So if you're going to see that, then check the schedules, check the dates. 2021 Yamato film, Bandai Namco Entertainment Festival, second delay due to COVID. For those of you who don't know, Tokyo announced that it's going back on lockdown. Uh, they announced the state of emergency, and the the film was, the Battleship Yamato film was scheduled to open on January 15th, but this new lockdown is happening from, like, January, so I think today or yesterday, to like February. So, um, yeah, Bandai Namco Entertainment Festival canceled, a bunch of stuff canceled. So, yeah, that is that happened. Um, April TV anime fairy Ranmaru Anata no Kokoro o Tasu Kishimasu announced uh, this anime. Uh, there's no, there's no. Uh, plot for it um, but a production and veiling event will stream on YouTube um, that will introduce the story and things like that um, I believe this is an anime original um, but it, it seems to be the four characters that are shown here are four schoolboys and a bartender or what looks to be a bartender 
Three Demon Slayer manga volumes are first since 2008 to sell 5 million each in print. Um, the 8th, 1st, and 7th volumes sold 66,000 copies, 69,000 copies, and 107,000 copies respectively during the December 28th to January 3rd week. The 7th volume includes the final the, includes the arc that is in the record-breaking Demon Slayer Kimetsu no Yaiba movie Mugen Train anime. So yeah. I also heard that the arc after this one, they said they were going to do in a two-part movie. And a lot of people were kind of like, seriously, like, can we not do this? But apparently it's because, like, it's, it's like, uh, I forgot what the name of the arc was, but apparently it's, they said it was short enough to do it in a couple movies or whatever. So I'm not sure if they're going to do that or not. I, I kind of hope not. But I kind of understand, I suppose. I don't know. Um, Capcom unveiled the trailer for its Monster Hunter Rise Nintendo Switch game during its Monster Hunter Rise digital event stream on Thursday. Uh, the demo will launch on Thursday and it will be available until February 1st at 3 a.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time. <clears throat> excuse me. You guys have to excuse me. My voice has, uh, my voice was uh, itchy uh, this morning. No, I do not have the Rona. I haven't been going anywhere doing anything, so I do not have the the, the Rona, the Rona-chan. Sentai Filmworks unveils English dub cast for Majestic Prince Genetic Awakening anime film. They announced on Thursday the English dub cast for Majestic Prince Genetic Awakening um, and Majestic Prince Wings to the Future. Original anime OVA, the company also began streaming an English dub clip. Um, this was a movie that came out in 2016 as a sequel to the 2013 majestic prince anime series um and it's getting a dub so i don't guess it didn't get a dub before so there you go ghibli's first cg feature earwig and the witch opens on february 3rd streams on february 5th in the u.s g kids announced on thursday that it is working with fathom events and independent theater circuits to begin screening studio ghibli's first cg feature earwig and the witch goro miyazaki's anime adaptation of diana Wynn jones novel of the same name in select theaters in the United States on February 3rd, the film will screen in Japanese with English subtitles and in English, and HBO Max will begin streaming the film on February 5th in the U.S. The theatrical run will qualify the film for the Oscars. So yeah, there you go. Earwig and The Witch. Uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, Diana Wynne-Jones, the other... Um, story that she had written that was that studio ghibli adapted was howl's moving castle so there you go sorry demo ayumu wa yosotekuru manga gets tv anime in 2022 um the teasing master takagi-san manga inspired a television anime that premiered in january 2018 this anime also adapted yamamato's ashitoa doyobi manga as segments within the show um Wait, is this is this Takagi-san? What is this? I am so confused. Revealed on his Twitter account on Friday that it's Sori Dema Ayumi Yusu Sakeru. Oh, it's, it's, it's so it's, it's by the same creator. Okay, the girl looks like Takagi-san too, but she's got like lavender hair. And it seems like she's annoying this this guy. That's uh, <laughs> really funny. Uh, anyway, yeah, there you go. That's getting an anime. So Nick's probably going to like that because she's got a five head. Shadows House TV anime premieres in April. Um, the manga story is set in a western-style mansion on a cliff and centers the 
aristocratic faceless shadow family. They live together with lifelike doll attendants who serve as their faces. The story focuses on the daily lives of the house's inhabitants and gradually reveals its mysteries. The, ma- the manga launched in Weekly Young Jump in September 2018. Slam Dunk Basketball Manga gets a new anime film. Manga creator and artist Takahiko Inoue announced on his Twitter account on Thursday that his Slam Dunk Basketball Manga is inspiring a film. While Inoue's original announcement did not reveal whether the film will be anime or live action, the film's official website lists anime studio Toy Animation and describes the film as an anime film. Uh... I I remember I think it was Nick who told me this right that they didn't finish the anime, so maybe this is going to be a film where it actually, maybe it's going to be like a, a remake, and start from the beginning and have like a series of films, or maybe it's going to be a film that, you know, adapts the rest of it or adapts another part of it that they didn't do or, I don't know that'd be cool though, uh, Nintendo to acquire Next Level Games and Nintendo announced on Tuesday that it has entered into an agreement to acquire 100% of outstanding shares of Vancouver-based Next Level Games to make it a wholly-owned subsidiary. Nintendo's acquisition is expected to close on March 1st. Through this acquisition, Nintendo stated it will secure the availability of Next Level Games, development resources including development expertise, and improve speed and quality via closer communication and staff exchange. Several of Next Level Games' owners, owner-directors had recently decided that it was time to sell their shares which led to the company's exploration of potential sale transactions. Next Level Games has worked with Nintendo to develop exclusive titles, including Luigi's Mansion 3 for the Switch, Luigi's Mansion Darkmoon and Metroid Prime Federation Force for 3DS, and Mario Strikers Charged. Yeah, Next Level Games is really cool. Uh, this seems like an appropriate step. Um, so, I mean, they're really good at doing Nintendo stuff, to be honest with you, in, the, in that sense. So I'm okay with that. I mean, I think that's a good thing seems like the logical next step um attack on titan manga ends on april 9th (sighs) after 11 years man it's been 11 years which is it sounds really crazy to think 11 years um kodansha announced on tuesday that hajime isayama will end his attack on titan manga in the may issue of kodansha's bisatsu shonen magazine on april 9th after 11th after 11 and a half years of serialization, the manga's 34th and final volume will ship on June 9th. Um, Isayama noted that he had been saying since eight years ago that he would end the manga in three more years, but now he can finally end the manga as promised. He emphasized that the manga's length was not extended by the editors, but rather the question, when will it end, often came up during the final push. He hopes fans will keep enjoying the manga until the end and vowed to do his best until the finale. Kodansha also teased that many projects are being prepared for the manga's conclusion and noted that the manga has over 100 million copies in circulation worldwide. Yusayama reported in November that the manga is 1% to 2% away from completion. Um, yeah, I mean, I'll say. <laughs> I just read the the latest chapter that came out uh, a couple days ago. And, yeah, so they're saying, I think they're saying, yeah, f- uh, like in three or four more chapters is what they're saying including this one. So yeah, so I, yeah, February, March, and April. Yeah, so there's three more. Um, yeah, I would say so. <laughs> I, uh, I'm caught up on it, and it's it's nutty, man. Super nuts. Um, I do have the first two volumes, actually. I'm, I'm kind of regretting not getting the rest of them now because I kind of want all of them just to have them. But yeah, the, I mean, it originally came out in the, in the magazine... I think 2000, 
nine, right? Yeah, 2009, that'd be right, right? Because it's yeah, 2021. Um, and the anime premiered in 2013, which is crazy to think about because I remember I started watching the anime when it was already, I think when it was already, it was already like 13 or 14 episodes in. So like, yeah, I think it was like by the, I was watching it in like the, 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 I was watching it in the summer time. That's when I like caught up with it. It was like 14 or 15 episodes in. I don't remember. And, uh, and then, yeah, we didn't get it for two years. And then they, the second season, or no, more than that, four years. Cause the second season premiered in 2017 and then that third season, 2018, and then 2019. And then, yeah, this final season has 16 episodes, which is really weird. I hope they don't rush anything or make it weird or do an anime original. That would be, that'd be crazy. That'd be really crazy. But yeah, dude, I can't believe it's been that long. That's, that's nutty. Um, live action Tokyo Avengers. We finally got a trailer for it. So we finally got to see what everyone looks like as, as well as two posters. Um, really cool. I'm really excited for this. I'm really hyped about this because we got, we got an anime announcement and this trailer, like just in the last couple weeks. And, yeah, Ken Wakui is Tokyo Revengers. Really cool. Um, we got a new chapter yesterday, and I just am in love with it. I'm excited to see it animated, and I'm excited to watch this live-action movie, honestly. And I don't know how much this movie is going to going to show. Um, I'm sure it'll cut some things out here and there. Like, I'm sure it'll be a little bit more, what's the word, Co- compacted into you know, like it'll they'll it'll be maybe made a little shorter. Um, maybe they'll cut out like one whole jump that Takamichi does or something. Um, but anyway, we'll see. Um, I got a lot, or maybe it'll be two movies. I don't know who fucking knows. But yeah, I'm excited. Guilty Gear Strive game streams character video for Anjimito. So there's literally there was two more characters to be announced, and the first one is Anjimito, and a lot of people are wondering if. The last character is going to be Biken, or we're all hoping it's going to be Biken anyway, or it's going to be a new character, because they literally there's no new characters in this except for like two, two. The rest of them are all characters that we've already had, or you know original characters. Previously revealed were Soul Bad Guy Kai Kiske, May Axolo, Chip Zanith, Potemkin, Faust, Millie Rage, Zada One, Ramlethal, Leo Whitefang, um, and the two new characters, Nagori Uriyuki and Giovanna, and now we have Anjimito. So, I don't know. Who knows? I kind of think for it being the the fourth Guilty Gear, um, you'd think they would have at least, I don't know, more new characters? They included so many new characters in, in the Exert series that you'd think, you know... I don't know, and I'm sure it's because it's going to be a DLC thing, and I'm going to get end, I'm going to end up buying it. It's just make me mad. Anyway, I love Guilty Gear so much. God damn it! Combatants will be dispatched. Anime's first promos reveals cast, staff, Funimation streaming in April. From the author of Konosuba comes a new light novel series. It's tough being on the front lines for an evil organization, and nobody knows this better than Number Six, a combatant for the Kisaragi Secret Society. Dispatched to a distant alien world on a reconnaissance mission. He's got a new android partner, but how are you supposed to plan an interstellar invasion of a fantasy world? Um, 
Yeah, so it doesn't sound like he gets isekai to that world. It sounds like he gets dispatched to that planet or that world, and then he has to deal with it. But it it, it looks kind of it looks like it's supposed to be funny. So we'll see. I watched the trailer, and it looks it looks like it's supposed to be hilarious. So we'll see. Zombieland Saga Revenge the anime promo finally came out. This is the second season of Zombieland Saga. I am super hyped for this, obviously, because I love Zombieland Saga. I thought it was really cool. All the characters are really funny. The fucking manager guy, um, Kotaro, is really funny. I, I'm excited to see that. I'm excited. Get excited. Uh, so Studio Kara put out like these fan art guidelines, and then they put out another statement today saying, or not today, but like, like a couple days after they were like, okay, let me be, let us be clear about what we, what we meant by these guidelines. And basically the guidelines were saying things like, if you're going to make money on it, do this. You can't make money on it. If you do this, if you're going to do this and use official images, you can't, they can't be video. We can't use audio, things like that. And then a lot of fans were like Japanese and just fans all over the world, pretty much, you know, Japanese artists, American art, North American artists, um, you know, European artists, they were all basically like, okay, well, what the hell? Like, how are we supposed to do this then? And then they had to put out like a clarifying statement that didn't really answer anything more. <laughs> so yeah, that was kind of, that was kind of weird. Um, yeah. So, uh, retro crush adds city hunter, Inokami and more creamy mommy anime. Um, Digital Rights Media announced on Thursday the new titles and release dates for the anime titles that will stream on its RetroCrush streaming service. The titles will launch on consecutive Fridays in January. So we two new ones today, two next weekend, four the weekend after, and the City Hunter franchise the last weekend. So we got Inokami and Inokami the movie today, and then Girls High, Strawberry Panic, Maho no Tenshi, Creamy Mommy Long Goodbye, Creamy Mommy I Know Once More, Sorcerer Hunters, Sorcerer Hunters OAV, which I'm super excited about because I really wanted to fucking, like, watch that shit um, for a long time. Because I I watched, like, the first couple tapes when I was a kid and I never finished it. Um, And I believe there's, like, four or five tapes. Uh, And then City Hunter, the last weekend. In addition to City Hunter, we're getting the whole City Hunter franchise. All of it. All of it, all of it, all of it. City Hunter 1, 2, 3, City Hunter 91, 357 Magnum, Secret Service, Bay City Wars, Million Dollar Conspiracy, Goodbye My Sweetheart, Death of the Vicious Criminal Ryo Saiba, Shinjuku Private Eyes. So that is really cool. What's really cool about Retro Crush, you guys, is that it, it, it's it's a streaming service and it's free and it's legal. And I think the only reason that you'd ever need to make an account is to have like a favorite section, you know, so you can favorite stuff. Um, or I think you might need to make an account anyway. I don't remember, but it also has like apps on the, the Android, your Apple, Amazon fire TV, your Roku, Apple TV, smart TVs. It's like, it's everywhere and it's free. So like, if you want to like, just add more anime to your streaming services, just get this cause it's free. It doesn't cost you anything. So retro crush. So there was a thing that happened today and let me find it. Cause I didn't pull the article up. I thought I had it pulled up. Sorry about that. But Shuisha uh, apparently they're going full ham on locking Twitter accounts that upload images from popular IP. Many Twitter users woke up on Friday morning to discover that their accounts had been received a cop- had received a copyright strike, as it seems that Japanese manga producer Shoisha has begun targeting tweets that contained uploaded images of their famous intellectual properties. 
Shoisha and Shoisha copyright began trending on Twitter on Friday as users started sharing some of the messages informing them of a copyright strike that certain tweets have been locked from view. Um, people were saying, like, um, uh, you know, just for just randomly using GIFs, you know, like using a GIF of, like, Vegeta, you know what I mean? Just, you know, like, you know, like, you know, like on social media nowadays where it's like, you know, you, you say something to somebody and then you react with a GIF or you react with a meme or a photo. Apparently somebody like woke up to using a GIF and she was just shut down their Twitter. So, uh, people were trying to figure out what was going on. Shuisha has not posted a message regarding any new guidelines involving its IP, but many people online are pointing to a new law that passed in Japan in 2020 that went into effect in the new year, but that doesn't seem to be the reason for the takedowns. According to Anime News Network, the Japanese cabinet approved a new revised copyright law back in March 2020 that covers manga as well as other published materials. Previously, the copyright law focused primarily on punishing those who illegally uploaded and downloaded videos and music. However, despite the law being expanded to penalize people for knowingly downloading pirated manga, magazines, and more, the revision does still allow folks to download a few frames from a manga of a certain length, and it also leaves room for posting of pictures in which the manga is not the focus. Interestingly, the new changes to the law also reportedly make an allowance for people who download derivative works, such as fanfiction, doujin, the Japanese word for self-published work, or parodies. They apparently won't be penalized. Um... Also, there was another situation. I gotta find it. Somebody posted a tweet about it that said something like, "Oda, Oda, the the creator of One Piece, their publisher or editor got caught with it. They looked at like their tabs on the internet, and one of the tabs was like a manga scan site, and apparently he got in trouble, and it was just like." What the fuck? Like, what are we doing? What's happening? And I'm like, God, man, this is crazy. Y'all crazy. Should we show y'all crazy? You need to calm down, okay? Like, it's just so weird. Mass copyright strikes everywhere. It's just so goofy to me. Anyway, we'll see what happens with that later on um but first let's take a let's take a small break right here and then we'll get into my top five things of nerdy things of 2020 hey everybody it's Tom from anime summit here and i'm here to talk to you about matcha tea from tpaz.com this matcha is uh harvested from uji japan and is certified organic matcha it's a healthy and organic stress reliever cognitive boost it's full of antioxidants and full of natural caffeine to wake you up in the morning Go to tpaz.com and use anime at the checkout to get 20% off. Or you can go to um, matcha.animesummit.net and it'll auto-apply the coupon for you. Matcha tea at tpaz.com. Boom, check that out for me, okay? And always links.animesummit.net. You can find everything right there. And, of course, patreon.com slash animesummit. Um, become a patron today. Give a smoky his wings. And I really appreciate all the listeners and support that we got over through 2020. And I am excited for another year of Anime Summit. So thank you very much, you guys. I love you guys so much for continuing continuing to allow me to do this. And it's, it's just, it's amazing. It's amazing how uh, 
how far we've come and how long we've lasted. <laughs> it's it's really good. I, I appreciate it so much. So thank you. Um, okay, no, let's do it, right? Top five nerdy things of 2024. Sam bomb. okay? Um, and if you want to hear Danny and Nick's nerdy things, maybe we'll do an AOQ. Um, I'm going to start at number five and say uh, Japanese proxy websites. <laughs> what I mean by that is... Um, Websites like Sendico, Mandarake, or I think I think it was Ms. Mandarake one, um, Bai. There's a couple of them, um, where you so because like in America we can't use online Japanese online shopping websites, um, so like they have eBay over there I think, um, but their main like thing for instead of eBay like eBay and Amazon are big here right. For them, it's Amazon and Yahoo Japan or Yahoo Shopping. And they also have Mercari, uh, Rakuten, and other online places that they shop. And uh, Yahoo Japan or Yahoo Yahoo Shopping and Yahoo Auction is really huge. And I can find so many th- – like, I, you guys, like, I, if, if you don't know by now – I'll say it again. I just am a huge collector of everything. I collect too much things and to feed my retro gaming collection and my portable console collection, I was hitting up proxy websites pretty much all summer, mainly Sendico. And I got like a Hello I got a Hello Kitty Game Boy Pocket, I got a Super Famicom, a Famicom I got more Famicom games and Super Famicom games. I have Japanese copies of every Pokemon Game Boy game. Why? I don't fucking know. I got more, like, Japanese card games to put in my collection. I have zillions of Enemy X. And I got more other kinds of cards. Just a bunch of stuff. And you're probably going, like, Sam, do you really fucking need this? And the answer is no. I just wanted it because it was so cheap. <laughs> like, you know... So, like, U.S. sellers, right? There's a bunch of U.S. sellers who will get things. They'll import things from Japan. And, then of course, they'll sell them to their customers here. But, of course, they have to charge way more because they need to make their money back. And they need to make their money back on the shipping as well, which is totally understandable. I totally get how that works. This way, I'm cutting out that middle person and I'm just ordering straight from them. Although it does cost me like the fees to use the proxy service. And then obviously I got to pay for the shipping as well, but it still ends up at the end of the day being cheaper, whether it be $1 or $20 cheaper than buying it from somebody who has some game store that has imported it here or what have you. So it's just like, it's really fun and I hope to get more and I'm having a lot of fun vlogging those box openings and putting them on our Patreon page. So that's really fun. Um, so yeah, Japanese proxy websites. <laughs> I'll say it. that's uh, that's number five. I, and these are in no particular order, I should say. But uh, yeah, um, rhythm games. I've been getting back into rhythm games <laughs> lately. Um, one of them is DJ Max Respect V, which I got on Steam. Really fun, really fun. And uh, I've been kind of. I went during the during quarantine, the beginning of the year, I think around like April or May, I went down the YouTube rabbit hole of like the newer like Japanese rhythm games that they have over in Japan. Because obviously Harmony and rhythm games 
video games are not as big anymore here in North America as, as they as they once were, you know, with like Guitar Hero and DDR and Pump It Up and all that. Um, but they're still big over there. And uh, I was watching all kinds of videos of people breaking records and that new that new dance game that by Bamani, by the way, Bamani, the people who make DDR and Beat Mania and things like that. Their latest dance game is one where it's like a, it's just a, a pad at the bottom that lights up when you step on it, and it 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 uh, detects your left and right foot, and you're supposed to put you the correct foot down when the thing comes, and basically from what I understand, is the way you're supposed to dance, or you can play it however you want as long as you get the notes, but the way you're supposed to do it and the kind of dancing you're supposed to do with it, is like shuffling, crip walking and uh robot shuffling things like that so like if you i forgot the fucking name of the game i can't hold on a second let me see <laughs> let me see if i can find it um bimani dance game oh dance crush or dance rush i think it's called dance rush yes dance rush youtube dance rush um youtube that shit and just watch those people like go crazy on it. It's so sick. It's so dope. I fucking love it. Um, so yeah, there's, there's a, there's number four. Um, speed running. Here's why. <laughs> Cause obviously when we were in lockdown, I, there were times where, cause I didn't go to work for a while. Okay. I didn't go to work from like March to almost like August. And, um, And then when I got in my car accident, you know, I was at home for a while. And also at the beginning of the year when I had the surgery by my uh, by my eye, you know, I spent a lot of time at home this in 2020. OK, let's just say that as many of us did. But I just feel like because of those other things, I stayed home longer. But um, I got really back. I got back into speed running and I got so Mario had DM'd me on Discord and said, hey, check out this humble bundle. If you pay this much, you get Mega Man. Um, a bunch of Mega Man games and Capcom games. And so I got Mega Man Legacy Collection and Mega Man X Legacy Collection. Um, I got a bunch of other games that I have codes for, which I gave to uh, some other people. But, um, yeah, so I got back into speedrunning Mega Man X, and then I got into speedrunning Mega Man X 2, um, which is really fun. And then I, I, I got back into speedrunning on Dust Force and everything like that. The thing that sucks about me when it comes to, like, doing things or doing cool things is if I don't do it for a while, then I get rusty really quick. Um, like, there are people who can just inherently do it all the time, no matter how long a break they take or long, short or long a break they take. Me, if I take even just, like, a week off of doing something, I will lose the touch. So, like, um, but I, I had a lot of fun. I played through all the Mega Man games. Um I played through all the ones on the Mega Man X collection, Mega Man X Legacy collection, um, which is I think it's X one through four, and the first one is one through seven, Mega Man one through seven, um, and then there's volume two of each of those, and then yeah, but um, yeah, and then I went back and I learned I I learned how to speed run X two, and relearned how to speed run the first one, and I I love those games. They're they're super fun. 
I'll, I'll, I'll play them all the fucking time. Like I just, I, I've beaten them so many times on all different kinds of modes, different ways to, to play it. I just love them. I love a challenge. And I love that the legacy challenge in it too, where it's basically like a boss run and you'll get like the, you'll get like tag teamed by like a boss from Mega Man X one with a boss from Mega Man X four. So it'll be like chill penguin with frost walrus. And it's just like, it's really cool. It's, it's super fun. Super fun. I love it. Um, so yeah, there's that. Uh, let's see. Uh, streets of rage Four. That's a big one. I had a lot of fun with that. Streets of Rage 4. I'm a big Streets of Rage fan, and that game dropped this year, and it was just fucking amazing. It, it was everything I wanted in the game and more. So, yeah, for sure. Um, and then the last thing is the Nintendo Switch. Uh, this summer during lockdown so like i think it was like in may when i got this actually don't god i don't fucking remember hold on a second let me look let me look let me look i i know i know i i know i uploaded it also i'll say as an honorable mention the the social media groups i'm in (laughs) um i'm in a portable handheld like one uh (laughs) and i uploaded the switch when i got it oh may 1st is when i got it um, yeah, I got a Nintendo switch on May 1st and then Trisha got one and we both got animal crossing and, um, I got smash for, for my birthday. I got smash and Pokemon and I also got Hades on the switch when it came out for the switch a couple months ago. I have played my switch pretty much damn near every day since I had gotten it. Um, it's, I, 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 Honestly, it's amazing. I can just, you know, it's a Switch Lite. And I got it from a friend that who was trying to get rid of it because, number one, he had two of them. And number two, he just, he he had the he has the original one and then he had this light. And this particular light was the Pokemon Sword and Shield Edition. And he gave it to me for $150. So, I mean, special edition consoles in general are always just more expensive. And... He it was barely used. Like there was barely. I mean, he said he he mainly got it for the Pokemon thing, and he was done with Pokemon, so he just let me have it for 150 bucks. Amazing, um, considering he paid 300 something for it, you know, and he gave me the charger with it. So yeah, the Nintendo Switch uh, is an amazing console. Better late than never, but I'm glad I have it. Super cool. Super cool. So yeah, there are my five top five nerdy things of 2020, and I thought that would be pretty fun to do for you guys. So yeah, um, I hope you guys enjoyed it. We'll get back to regular news next week, and I, I've heard the feedback. I've heard the feedback. You guys like it when I have uh, co-anchors on the newscast, and you know what? I do too. It's super fun, and I get to bounce ideas off people, and a lot of people enjoyed uh, our mod ad being on. Who's also he's also the guy along with Danny who runs among a book club, um, very amazing, very amazing. He's a, he's an amazing friend. He's an amazing mod, really cool. So uh, we'll get Ed back on here too. So yeah. Um, that being said, I love you guys very much. Thanks for listening, and this has been the Anime Summit newscast. <laughs>